Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, we got the music fixed, brother. How is that working out for us, man? That is so awesome. Congratulations where, to us. <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Good, Brother, good to see you. Uh, you know, how are things going on up there in Los Angeles? We got a, kind of yeah. a rainy night down here in San Diego. How are things in LA? Yeah, we got a little rain going on. It's going to go right into the ocean. Don't worry, everybody. We will not <laughs> be saving any of this because we want to make sure that we can raise water rates next year. Oh, it's a great intro to our Po-Po-Po-Potpourri show of the week where we hit rapid fire, kind of 10 stories, about a minute or so each, try to give folks around the world a feeling for, uh, you know, who's trying to destroy your way of life and who's trying to lift up your way of life. And since you mentioned it, Dave, got to start out with the California lowering the dam thing, the water levels. You know, I think folks around this country or around the world may listen to these stories and think, you guys are like completely idiotic over there in California. This is in the LA Times uh, today. California lowering dam water levels because of lots of rain. So we've had a lot of storms here. Uh, So for folks who know, a lot of storms, a lot of rain, a lot of snow, which uh, you would think is great for the drought. Yes, it is great for the drought. The problem is, listen to this, people. You ready for this? Dave, guess what percentage of, of that water gets flushed right out to the Pacific Ocean? A lot. Five zero, dude. 50%. Yep. Half of all the water and snow and rain and everything that we get is flushed right out to the Pacific. We don't even capture it. And so you wonder why we don't have water to fight fires during the summer. You wonder why we have a drought during the summer. You want to know why, folks? Because it's a controlled emergency. It's exactly what it is. There's plenty of water, but they control it in such a way they control your life. Dave, over I've, to you. I've always said uh, we have a water management issue, not a, a, a you know a water problem. Exactly, and it's all done in by the by Sacramento, the politicians, because it's just another way from the, for them to put their uh, heel on our necks. Uh, exactly, so rats. Very true about that, though. Um, hey. Uh, let's begin the show with a rave. Oh, sure. Let's do it. I'm going to start with a rave and end with nice. a rave uh, this yep. week. So, um, you know, the military has been completely humiliated with the idiots uh, running the show the last couple of years. Yeah. But stuff that has been put into uh, into progress and into forward motion years ago is finally coming to fruition. So here, yeah. this is, <laughs> I got to see, I saw a couple of pictures of this dude. Yeah. Very excited. So the U.S. Air Force has now unleashed, or shortly will, the B two. Let me yeah. get this straight, everyone. B2. The B two Spirit Stealth Bomber. This thing is unbelievable. So it, it just shows you we Americans have the best technology in the world. We have the best and most powerful fighting force if you allow it to happen. Yeah. Right. But the, you got these idiots like uh, Lloyd Austin, you know, the Defense Secretary, who's uh, you know a woke fool. Yeah. Um, and so despite him, despite all the nud nooks out there, when I see something like this, um, uh, and it's going to be, become part of the, what, the 393rd Expe- Expeditionary Bomb Squadron or whatever else, it gives you a little bit of hope. Like when we really put our minds to it, you know, yeah. hey, if we want to put some a man on the moon, like JFK said in 1961, it happened in eight years. Sure. When we want to build the best military aircraft in the world, we can do it. I can't wait to see this thing flying. We, you know, you love the air shows down oh, in yeah. San Diego. 
Love it. Uh, and I went to one with you. When this thing starts flying around, I got to come down and see this thing. The B-21 Raider. Can't Beautiful. wait. Beautiful, dude. Great story. Um, and yeah, look, you underscored an incredibly important part of our country. This is the greatest shining city on the hill. The greatest, broadest, deepest, liquid, most liquid capital markets. The most innovative economy in the world. The most innovative people in the world and god bless us for living here even though we're highly challenged by the installed biden regime uh quite often they all want to pick up on a story that we that happened a couple of weeks ago a real tragedy i think this really brought to light for the folks that only watch the you know pinot grigio white wine sipping mainstream media stuff at home but when mexico just today arrested five for the deadly kidnapping of four americans last week two of four of those were executed uh, cartel style south of the border, just south of El Paso, uh, two were actually uh, made it out alive and came back. Dave, this is just like, th- th- to me, for those of us that are close, I live 40 miles from the border. We see this all the time. We see this in Nogales, Arizona. We see this south of El Paso. We see this in the Darien Gap. We see This is a ant operation that's being orchestrated by the illegitimate Biden regime. We know Mayorkas was down there in a Black Hawk helicopter to string out these people and make sure they had no more large groups of folks under bridges for photo ops. Um, it's 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 just incredible. It's incredible to me. And so I was listening to a, another podcast today, and it, Dave, it came across. So in L.A., the DEA, a drug enforcement agency in Los Angeles today, arrested two Mexican nationals. Dave, check this out. One million fentanyl pills. One million fentanyl pills in their trunk. Dave, on top of that, two days ago, another two Mexican nationals were arrested at the Nogales border crossing in Arizona with three million fentanyl pills dave and then the mexican president comes out in a twitter spat with dan crenshaw we love dan crenshaw great congressman um this illegitimate this this crazy mexican president saying quote we don't have fentanyl in mexico we don't produce it and we don't export it what a lying pos this dude is first of all the precursors are all imported by the chinese communist party they make it the cartels the ill the the mexican drug cartels the narco failed fascist state of Mexico makes this stuff in Mexico. And we know that this president of Mexico is held hostage by the drug cartels. And that's why yeah. two Americans are dead this past week. Look, Mexico is a failed state. Don't go there. Don't spend your money there. And if you have kids or even if you don't have kids, do not travel there. Right now, I think 90 percent of the states in Mexico are under a do not travel level five warning from the, uh, the secretary of state. Uh, in the United States. It's just, it's a terrible place. Don't go there. There's better places to spend your money. It's uh, That was kind of a real tragic thing. I think they, they went down there for like maybe a cheap uh, uh, operation. Correct. Yeah, surgery there was, or something. There's rumors yeah. about that, which is not, do not go to Mexico. Which is bad anyway. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah. that's bad too, but. Do yeah. not go to Mexico for a medical procedure, please, yeah. people. Yeah, very That's bad. The, that was strike number there's one. There's so but, many. Yeah, there's so many yeah. examples of people going down there for lipo and up dead. So just uh, don't do that either. <laughs> yeah, um, I used to go down to uh, to Tijuana quite often just to have fun because I'm from LA. Um, but uh, those back days in the were, day when it was good. Yeah, that was back yeah. in the day when it was, it was no big deal. Now it's like you're now it's you're a targeting. big deal. Yeah. Um, I think the cartel, as we all know, the cartels run the southern border with the, yes. with the U.S. Yes. And it's now instead of making millions, as they, they're literally into the like the billions. And uh, the Biden administration is 
pretty much holding their hands as they walk through this and the, the whole fentanyl thing like you a million pills how many people how many people could that kill over a million because apparently each pill is so toxic yeah no exactly Oof. Yeah. um let's go let's let's change uh shift gears here to sure. a rave another rave for, another for rave. me Dave, um hey we know what a corrupt uh um I was going to say a really nasty word, but I, I withheld myself. Yeah, so uh, Dr. Fauci. YouTube will uh, strike us down again. Yeah, he'll strike us down again. But hey, the former uh, head of the CDC, Dr. Robert Redfield. I'd never heard him before, but apparently he was there for quite a few he years, was, right? No, he was in there, yep, yep. Yeah, before, uh, was it, um, I'm trying to think of her, Lewinsky or something? Yeah, Rochelle Winsky. Yeah, Rochelle exactly. Winsky. Oh, okay, I got yeah. it close. Um, she's, so, she's another uh, pawn, pawn in the game. Oh, she's as corrupt as the day is long. So Redfield gets up there. They, um, Hey, I love this guy. So he actually, I could just tell right away he's a truth teller. So he came right out and said, yes, CDC had U.S. taxpayers, that's me and you, everyone putting our money in. The, and we, we did fund the gain-of-function research at the Chinese virus lab, Correct. which is at the heart of the COVID-19 origin controversy. Yeah. So he got up there uh, completely contradicting everything that Fauci has said. I think, you know, if, can there be some kind of um, function or some kind of a law that can be implemented to actually say, hey, Dr. Fauci, you lied. You, we, have the, we have the receipts. We are going to put you in prison because this guy is, was like the greatest witness ever. Yeah. Talk about somebody who knows the ins and outs of oh, the yeah. CDC and how the money is funneled. Uh, through uh, U.S. tax dollars. Yeah. Uh, so the idea that, oh, my God, we as taxpayers help fund the creation of COVID-19, which killed millions of people. Yes. I mean, that alone will set your hair on fire, right? Dude, yeah. Well, you nailed it, dude. That's totally accurate. And just, you know, for, for everybody at home, just, you know, we like to kind of simplify everything here. Dave and I are very simple people. Um, the Chinese Communist Party and China were on the ropes because of Trump's very successful policies against China. They were deathly worried that he would get reelected. They unleashed the China virus, otherwise known as the coronavirus, on the world, which, quote unquote, killed millions of people, which it really didn't because it was actually uh, only a very small fraction um, of that number that's, that's, that's generally reported. And it was to take him out. It was that simple. Yeah. It was to take him out and take out any possibility. And, of course, the, conspira the conspiratorial aspect with the globalists, the Democrats, and that's what kind of came through. Dave, a, a few other kind of let's just we call this potpourri for a reason. So give me give me a little Jump latitude around, sure. here. I'm going to I'm going to yeah. I'm going to throw out a few kind of stories I've just sort of picked up on this week. Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, NFL. We all hate him, right? Remember this guy, Colin Kaepernick, Niners, giant, Niners, giant, yeah. giant Afro. I never knew this. He had white adoptive parents. Did you know that? He had, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah. So he, did you know that he had white adoptive yeah. parents who adopted him? Um, he came out today and basically said they were racist against him, and be, <laughs> and, and because of, of of their activity against him, that's why he's in the situation he's in now. Oh, you mean like a multi-millionaire former NFL player? Is that what you mean, Colin? Exactly. Is that what you? Yeah. So congratulations for being a total douchebag. Um, and for your and, and kudos and congratulatory uh, handshake to the uh, Kaepernick's white adoptive parents because Colin, you're a douchebag and your parents, they're heroes. Um, a couple other quick ones here, dude, and I'll throw it right back to you. These are like uh, just like crazy stories. I'm not sure if you heard this. Today, the House passed a bill for Dave. Have you ever heard this before? I've never heard ever the Congress passing a bill 419 to zero. There's 419 Ooh, seats in the House. That's they passed sweet. a bill today, 419 to zero, for what, you ask? To order Biden to declassify the origins of COVID. Four really? All the Democrats yeah. voted for that? Dude, 419 what? to wow. zero. Now, 
This is politically incredibly interesting to me because if Biden vetoes that bill, what does that say? That absolutely and unequivocally guarantees him, his son, his brother, they are all in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. No questions asked. End of story. Okay. End of story. Well, I wonder if it's all tied into this just the, the day before that when the, 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 the ex-CDC guy I just told you about came right out there and said he knows he, he's got the receipts on all this nonsense of where it started. Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe that's tied, like they, they know that there's no hiding anymore yeah, about where I mean, this came from. I mean, it could be a part of it. And, 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 and a kind of a related story, you know, we're throwing a lot at our viewers here. This is what Potpourri is all about. Biden today or yesterday introduces a six and a half trillion dollar budget. Dave, did you see yeah, this thing? This is never, it's not going anywhere. I mean, this no, thing's no, not no. going anywhere, but it's hysterical, right? Six and a half trillion dollar budget um, takes away the Trump uh, tax cuts, yeah. uh, increases taxes on pretty much everybody. Five and a half percent payroll increase to the administrative state. That means every <laughs> government employee is going to get five and a half a big percent old raise, more. Yeah. That's the largest increase in the history of the United States. Yeah. And of course, at the same time, raising taxes on the people that provide eighty-five percent of the income tax to the to, to the to the to the country, right? It's an unsustainable model. And, and here's the crazy thing about it, Dave: you've got fiscal irresponsibility uh, on one side, and you've got Powell, Jerome Powell, head of the Fed, on the other side, raising interest rates at complete loggerheads with each other. And in the middle, all the good people of America are trapped. Oh, we're tra- yeah, we're totally trapped. That is that's funny. I don't even know. I mean, there's no. It's beyond. I I was reflecting. I mean, seriously, I was taking a couple of notes before the show today, dude, and I was like reflecting back, just to. It's not that long ago, right? When Trump was in power, and let's just think about it. Like today, the ten-year Dave. Do you know what the ten-year interest rate, the the ten-year Treasury rate, which is pretty much the benchmark rate for everything, credit cards, all the debt, everything, student loan debt, car debt. The ten-year rate when Trump left office was what? Do you remember? Nothing. It was quite I can low. tell you. 0.86%, right. dude. It was less than 1%, okay? Less than 1%. Gasoline was less than $2 a gallon. Dude, today the 10-year is at 4.5%. Right. We have a $30 trillion debt. Biden produced $7 trillion of that, and gas is $5 a gallon, and inflation is running at 7%. How's everybody doing out there? You like that? You like you liking what we're having so far? Please, if you are a moderate, we know that the right side is listening to this this show, but if you are in any way a moderate, please, please mm. change your vote. Please, unless yeah. you want more of the same, please change your vote. It's And it's all so predictable. I mean, we literally have 150 years of, of just, it's right there. The figures are right ahead of you when, yeah. when all this nonsense happens. Yeah. It's it's so obvious how things are going to happen. I think the only thing that I'm surprised about, uh, Frank, is how quickly it happened yeah. from yeah. where uh, Donald, yeah. I mean, and it just shows you, it can happen, it can flip it the other way well, too, but within, within two and a half years, it, it yeah. went from the greatest to the worst. And what I want to, and I know you're going to jump on your next story here, Dave, but what I, what I want to folks at, at home to understand is the very important interconnectedness, because we are about connecting the dots, as we talk about all the time in this show, between geopolitical capital markets and and what's going on in, in Main Street America. You know, the, the entire predicate of the globalist mainstream WHO, Charles Schwab, uh, Klaus Schwab world was based, upon, predicated upon zero interest rates. Federal Reserve. And that's keeping, gone. It's yeah. gone. It's gone. Yeah. You cannot. So as soon as rates uh, tick up to what a normal level is, two, three, four percent, that's like a normal, that's like a relatively normal, normal yeah. level. 
Dave, all of a sudden we're paying a trillion dollars a year just on interest on the debt. Okay, <laughs> just just get your head around that. Oh, we take yeah. in about five trillion. Okay, taking about five trillion in receipts, mm-hmm. which is great. But we're paying up 20% of that number just on interest on the debt because the rates went from zero to 4%. I got news for everybody. They're going from like four to probably six or maybe not seven, but they're certainly going to six. So who's going to get the squeeze? You. Main Street America, Main Street, wherever you are, England, Canada, South, you know, South America, Australia. We have listeners everywhere. You are going to get the squeeze. So just be prepared. Put a lot of money in cash. Get out of the tech market. Get out of the get out of the, all that stuff. Yeah, it's 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 some rocky waves. That's going to be rocky. Hey, speaking of people who are completely clueless and devoid of reality, yeah. Who's <laughs> how that? about the the residents of New York City? So here we go. Where you used to live, oh, right? I used to live there ten years. Yeah, I, I had my know. beautiful wife there. Yeah. The the uh, the Big Apple. Um, fi- file this story under duh. <laughs> New York City learns that enforcing the law reduces criminal activity. Hold on. Hold on. Let's repeat that again. (laughs) The residents have learned that when you actually, oh, I don't know, allow police officers to do their job, it reduces crime? Frank. I know. How am I going to sleep tonight? Dude, I mean, and I got a couple of, it's a, it's a great piece. <laughs> oh, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go. I, I just got to fill in a couple of gaps here. Oh, so, okay. So the, the numbskull mayor, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know who kind of tugged his, uh, his, uh, his, chain. his, 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 no, whatever you want to, <laughs> whatever he's being tugged on. That's a safe on. term on YouTube, chain. Is it a safe term? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, we, you know, we, we've allowed our, 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 you know, especially around the subway system where a lot of the crimes have been happening. Yeah. So now they have um, 75% more fare evasion tickets have been <laughs> issued. And that, that just means that basically they were doing nothing yeah. for like about two years. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they say, okay, let's actually start bugging people about, you know, jumping the turnstile. Getting yeah. on the free rides, yeah. so now they've got and bec- just that one little thing. It's it's the classic Giuliani broken windows. Sure, sure, thing. Yeah. yeah, and which Bratton. is we're yeah. we're great, of course. The, the oh, it's racist. It's racist. <laughs> excuse, me. excuse me, yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. So, uh, um, who's this guy Kemper? I guess he's the he's the transit chief of police down there. Michael Kemper. Did you say trans? Did you say trans chief of police? <laughs> no, transit. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Tra- I misheard not, you. Sorry. He's okay. not transitioning. So okay. he's actually. This is a, a big shock. So proactive policing on minor offenses <laughs> actually will decrease crime. Oh, Mike, I'm going to write a. I'm going to write a paper on this. Dave, I got to tell you, I mean, I'll throw in a couple of quick crime-related stories that, <laughs> okay. that that just brought up in my mind. So number yeah. one, I'm not sure if you saw this, the Senate voted down 90 to 10. The Washington, D.C. tried to pass a uh, a crime bill, which actually made criminal penalties less if you were going to do things like carjacking, murder, armed robbery. So the, the D.C. local police, the local uh, Washington, D.C. city council, which is where, by the way, the gulag is, where the J6 prisoners are being right. held. They tried to pass these laws. Now, because it's part of the federal oversight pro- uh, property there, so so Congress has oversight over that. So the Senate actually this week voted 90 to 10. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No. Uh, Mayor, Mayor Bowser, no. Uh, go take a leak. You, uh, suck on this. You're not, th- that's not happening. So you're not going to. And then meanwhile, in Baltimore... <laughs> <laughs> they also try, dude. They also in in Mar- They try. Baltimore is a failed city, just like Portland. Look, Walmart's pulling out of Portland. The states failed. The states failed. The yeah. cities. Actually, the states not failed. Eastern Oregon's very nice. Portland has totally failed. Walmart's pulling out. Baltimore basically said they tried to pass a law. Dave, if you're under 25, you can't be convicted of anything serious. Nothing. <laughs> 
No, they said like you get a yeah. free pass. You get a free pass. So if you're under 25, commit serious crime, stay at home with your parents, and get Obamacare and get a phone, you're good. This is the, I mean, dude, it's the, the, it's the absolute yeah. definition of the yeah. freaking nanny state, right? It is the freaking nanny state on steroids. I just jump in, you just, you quickly went past it, but this is worth really pushing home. So Walmart, a pretty yeah. big retail Portland. store, I think number yeah. one retailer in the country. So they are pulling out the last two stores in mm-hmm. Portland. And why? It's not because of sales. It's because of the crime. Shop, yeah. There's so yeah. there. There is so. I mean, this isn't just the usual. Uh, some little kids coming. I'm going to steal a candy bar. I'm going to steal a hairdryer. This is people that they are allowed to steal up or up to a thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not be bugged by it. No. And this happened so often. That means they have to hire more security. That means that everything else has to go up uh, <laughs> in price. So now. Portland will have zero Walmarts, yeah. and that is what happens. That is the leftist that is uh, uh, reality. Ultimate conclusion. To, yep. Brought, that's a yeah. logical conclusion is, yeah we're, yeah, we're out of here. Do you remember like back in, look, I'm not condoning this, but I mean back in the day, what kid didn't walk out of a candy store with a little piece of chewing gum? Sure. Or a little, what, now, now it's $999 in the price <laughs> now, it's... Now, now these dudes are walking in with price check guns and backpacks and walking out with like small I'm, refrigerators. I want my Sony flat screen. Yeah. I, 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 want, I, I want my hair dryer. Absolutely. It's absolutely crazy. Dave, I got a few more stories left this week. There's so much to pack into our potpourri. Oof. I'm so excited. This is a great potpourri week. So I'm on the Gateway Pundit. Uh, I've talked about this story before with you. Uh, so here, chalk this, I'm, chalk this up under huge win for patriots and uh, people that love our Constitution and our, um, our Bill of Rights. Visa and MasterCard halt. Halt their tracking of gun shop purchases. Now, I've talked Ooh. about this story before where there was a lot of pressure from New York and Hochul and uh, many other uh, uh, far left interests that were pressuring the credit card companies to reclassify firearms purchases. It used to wonder what was called general merchandise on your credit card if you bought credit, uh, guns or, you know, uh, ammunition or whatever. Uh, on a credit card, it would go under general merchandise. They convinced, the anti-gun lobby convinced the credit card companies, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, to reclassify this so that it would identify very explicitly if uh, Joe Smith or Dave or whoever uh, bought a weapon um, and it would be classified as such. They've now backed off of this, Dave. I think it's a big win for Second Amendment supporters. It's a big win for patriots. It's a big win for people who believe in the Bill of Rights because it's none of their goddamn business who's buying this stuff and when they're buying. Look, obviously, if you're a felon or a convicted murderer, of course, there's certain examples and situations where it makes sense. But for law-abiding, regular folk, it doesn't matter on what day. You shouldn't be on a list. Uh, that the government can use. That's McCarthyism. You know, I thought the Democrats were against that. Uh, so thank goodness this is a changing direction. It's called The Great Pushback. It's been one of our themes from the very beginning of the Rant and Rave podcast. Pushback. You will see a lot of positive stuff come down. I don't care if it's the school board or this kind of stuff. So I think it was a, it was the pushback. That's a great win for us, I believe. Absolutely. Uh, here's, my, here's a couple of quickies for you. Do hey, we, we know the C, uh, Chinese Communist Party, CCP, has been buying up farmland left and right. Very yes. upsetting, bad. Yes. It has to stop. So here's another state that's finally said, this is not going to happen on the federal level. It's got to be done on the local Good. state. I don't care if it's by county or city by city, but okay. the, uh, the Missouri House of Rep- Representatives 
passed a bill to restrict foreign ownership of farmland in the very state. Good. That was just a few days ago. Very good. Um, this is a very, very important people. Very important. I can't tell you. I mean, this has to be outlawed nationwide, and we have to, we have yep. to eventually. And I really do think that Donald Trump is the only one who can do this. I don't think DeSantis. You no. have to get to say, "Hey, China, you have to force us." And there is a there is a uh, uh, an ability to have this happen. You have to resell us back all the farmland you've bought from us in the last twenty years. How dare they think that they can uh, control our food supply? Uh-uh. Yeah. That's that has to be reversed. No, dude. Look, absolutely. It's called what, what's that called uh, when they when the when the when the United States government takes land. It's not eminent domain, is it? There, there's, yeah, exactly. Eminent Something domain. Like that, yeah. So why can't we apply eminent domain to freaking China if we apply it to American citizens? We apply eminent domain yeah. to farmland all the time to confiscate, it's, confiscate it's so land to, to build stupid railways or whatever it is. So great story. Glad you brought that up. And I really, one quick editorial note on that story, and I think it's so important. I talk about this all the time. The single most uh, powerful law enforcement officer that you have in your county across all four and a half thousand counties in the United States is your sheriff. Okay, mm-hmm. so at the end of the day, it all comes down to your local county. Forget about federal rights. Okay, there are some preemption issues. Yes, that's true, but it all comes down to local county rights. If you can get your county, your sheriff, your elected officials, make it happen at a local level. That's what the precinct strategy is all about. On a, on the on the ballot situation, on the voting. Bannon's all over this with the voting and the precinct strategy, so I think that's great. Dave, I'm over here on – I got a couple of more uh, fun stories, actually. Um, one fun, one not so fun. Gateway Pundit, uh, you're going to love this, dude. Michigan State Shooters Note Released from Prison. Quote, mm. blames racism and lack of sex for killing people. Yeah, this is a black dude, and again, not I'm not. This is not about a race or whatever. This guy's like just a convicted, you know, serial offender, all the rest of it. Um, but look, he he's got a smart lawyer, and this <laughs> lawyer is basically saying, uh, you know, hey, look, hey, it's it's a BLM thing, it's a racism thing. He didn't get a lot of sex, uh, so cut him a break. <laughs> I don't know. They're probably gonna find a judge who's gonna do that. Uh, yeah, I got the uh, yeah. I, I have zero, I have zero sympathy for this guy. Yeah. This is the, the 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 typical victimization nation that we live in. Yeah, exactly. It's not my fault. I'm gonna. Um, I, it's, it's someone else's fault. Right, right. Okay, a complete opposite of that. Uh, yeah. I got one more. You got one more. I got one more. Okay, I, here's my last Go one. Go for it. You know, I'm a media guy. I love that. I love you are the king of media. People on the show yeah. don't realize we don't talk about our exact backgrounds here. It's a little bit kind of cloudy but dave is very up there in the media universe in los angeles i'm very well versed and i love promoting and talking about um various releases whether it's tv or film that actually oh i don't know are positive and have a positive message and are uh that push back on the nonsense so there's a, a great little christian film called jesus revolution i saw that dude i'm so glad yeah. you're talking about this tell us yeah about it. so um and as usual all the nonsense oh this is up for best picture or not they do so poorly at the box office, but this is this film has been out only two weeks. Maybe yeah. you've seen it in your in your listings. Made with very little money, it stars Kelsey Grammer, the great actor yes. from from the Frasier TV Cheers. show. Yep. Um, this thing has grossed over thirty one million that. dollars in two weeks. Now it doesn't Amazing. seem okay. Oh, it's not like a Disney. Uh, Star Wars and nonsense, but those cost over two hundred million dollars to make. Yeah, yeah exactly. This, this costs nothing. This costs maybe you know th- maybe at the maybe most twenty five million yeah. tops. Yeah. So it has quadrupled 
box office expectations. It has destroyed all the, the, the other numbers. It just shows you people are hungry for this kind of stuff. Yes. And if, and if the idiotic uh, people at Viacom, Disney, and Warner Brothers would catch a clue, they would say, hey, look at all the people that want to see Jesus Revolution. Besides, it's a great film based on a true story of, the, of these late 60s hippies that actually found their way through Christ. Yeah. It's a great true story. I, yeah. I only knew a little bit. It's a true story. Go see the film, Jesus Revolution. I love it. Dude, 100%. I'm so glad you talked about this. It's an amazing uh, uh, show. Uh, I would definitely encourage folks to go and uh, to watch it. And look, you, I think you nailed it, dude, in your commentary. People are hungry for this. Why are they hungry for this? They have been pushed and pushed and pushed so far to the left by the radical, secular, aggressive, progressive, a WHO, Klaus Schwab, globalist agenda. They are like F you in your face, Klaus Schwab, suck on this. We're not going for it in middle America. We're not going for it in North Dakota or Iowa or New Hampshire or Oklahoma or Texas or anywhere else. Um, I got one last story to wrap us up, Dave, kind of the other end of the spectrum from what you were just chatting about. So I'm over here in Breitbart, Saudi Arabia and Iran. This is actually incredibly important, folks, okay. for a, from a, a global. So let's take a pause, take a, take a deep breath, let's take a pause. This is really important. Saudi Arabia and Iran renew its ties, brokered by China. Okay, brokered by China, Saudi Arabia and Iran renew its ties as Biden falters Ooh. on world stage. Guys, yeah. this is incredibly important. And why is this important? Because because of Biden's Chamberlain-like weakness, we are being forced into a tier two country level. No more tier one. No more shining city on the hill. No more the most powerful nation in the world. Saudi Arabia, Iran, Dave, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Beijing have opened up diplomatic dialogue, and in my view, they are the new axis of evil. Yeah. For the first time ever, Dave, ever, they are all talking about opening embassies in each other's countries. Okay, that's a huge deal. That's a massive deal, okay? And they are trying to weaken the United States, trying to get us out of the petrodollar business. They want everything marked in yuan, not in petro, not in U.S. dollars. This could be the end of the dollar empire as we know it. Roman Empire fell. British Empire fell. The next one is the United States Empire. I'm not saying it's going to fall. I'm just saying the the pricing in dollars, everything from oil to everything else, it's, it's a threat. It's being threatened geopolitically. When you're weak, you won't do anything. You're, you're screwing around with Ukraine in a place you shouldn't be, and you've basically allowed – Russia, China, and Iran to get together and say, Biden, you're a weak POS. Take a hike. Yeah, and unfortunately, this is all, uh, you know, the theory of the enemy within, which has been talked about for, for decades. And that's what we can all It's all coming from within. 100%. Dude, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for listening. We really, really do appreciate it. Don't forget to share our podcast with your right-sided friends. We are out there on every podcast platform of choice that you can imagine, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, etc. And, of course, on social media, at Rant and Rave, 1776 is our handle on Getter, Gab, MeWe, Truth Social, and Twitter and Facebook. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.